Longhorn Nation, the moment you've all been waiting for, Dr. April Finkley, mother of four-star true freshman Justice Finkley, joins the show. Happy Friday, Longhorn Nation. You are Locked On Longhorns, your daily podcast on the Texas Longhorns. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So we have so much to get to today, an amazing interview. I'm going to skip the spiel and get right into it. My first question for you, Dr. Finkley, is who is April Finkley? Oh, that's a loaded question. Um, I would say the biggest part of my identity and what I'm most proud of is being a wife and a mom um, for the most part, because just everything that I do just kind of centers around making sure that I'm doing a good job as a wife and a mom. But other than that, I am a committed educator of almost 25 years. Um, and so that is my passion. I like to say I was purposed for it. I started as a classroom teacher many, many moons ago, moved into administration. Um, I work in assessment and data now. And so just big picture, wife, mom, dedicated educator, and soon to be retired. <laughs> soon <laughs> to be retired. In a nutshell. That's me in a nutshell. Great sense of humor. All, all of that good stuff. Just I, I love that. I love that. I love that. So <laughs> that's funny. So my next question for you is, is Justice definitely is a unique name. So how did you and Justice's father uh, come up with that name? So this is probably, um, may seem just a little bit corny, but um, I have a BS in history with a minor in political science. And so um, my intentions were to be, you know, pre-law, to go to law school after I finished um, my undergraduate work. Take the LSAT, go to law school, but I decided to go into education. So justice, um, we we thought that name is a strong name. Um, just our love for history and politics and the law and just what he stands for. Um, and it's actually Justice Ali, which means most high. Uh, and so we just wanted to give him a strong name, just believing that sometimes what you call yourself and what other people call you can kind of frame you know who you are so i think he's definitely living up to his name definitely justice <laughs> ali a, a strong name for a yeah. strong man for sure yeah. um so what were some important lessons for you to instill in justice growing up mm -hmm. so i know that was a question that came up um when he was speaking on someone recently like what is some good advice your mom is giving you he's like oh i forgot and I'm thinking, I, but I give you advice all the time. And I think the first thing is to always seek wisdom first. It's so important to be wise. You can have all of the skill, the talent, but if you don't use wisdom when you're applying it, then you really can, can waste it. You can make missteps. So being wise, that's one of the, the biggies. Um, another one is... Don't go anywhere. And I got this from my mother. Don't go anywhere looking for mother's love. And he, he'll tell you that. Don't go anywhere looking for mother's love. And what that means is 
I don't care if you're in a athletic situation, a school situation, whatever it is, you have mother's love here at home. You go and you handle business and you do a job. And that way you're not disappointed when people don't reciprocate what you have to offer. So if you go in not looking for mother's love, because this is what dad and I, we're here to fill you up. And we tell them all that we fill you up. When your portion gets low, we're going to fill you back up. You know, we're going to give you what you need to keep going. Um, but don't go anywhere looking for mother's love. That was a big one that my mom taught me that really helped me. And it's not being abrasive, like I'm not here to be friendly because he's he is, you know, great personality. But it's that I know that I have a purpose for what I'm doing and I won't get disappointed by people because people will disappoint you. So that kind of saves his feelings a little bit. I could go on and on, Jonathan. I've given him everything from, you know, um, being wise and and making sure that he thinks three times before he speaks to don't lay your cup down at a, <laughs> at a function, you know, don't, you know, don't you, we always make sure that you have what you need to go buy you another one because you just don't, you know, those things that your parents give you before you go off to college, because I went to college and I understand. So this is a lot of, a lot of things. Always guard yourself. Um, um, be true to who you are. Be a person of your word. Transparency honesty, all that good stuff. Wow. So, uh, I had never heard that before, you know, don't go anywhere looking for your mother's love. And don't go anywhere the question looking for was, mother's love, Jonathan, don't do it. <laughs> it's funny because the question was, you know, what lessons did you instill in justice growing up, but you're instilling lessons in me as a 28 year old man here oh, on this wow. podcast. So well, I'll have to uh, tell my mom because she actually taught me that. And, you know, we're loving, you know, and I think we love hard. We do. Um, we're, we're friendly. We're, you know, we're warm people, but it keeps you from being disappointed by people because, you know, people will disappoint you. People will hurt you. People will do all of those things. But if you go in knowing, Hey, I'm not here for mother's love. I'm here to do X, Y, Z. And if I make great relationships along the way, that's wonderful, but I won't be disappointed or crushed or taken off my path because it's not returned to me. So. Yeah, that's amazing. So yeah. at what point did you realize that Justice was a special football player? He's always been special to me. <laughs> but as an athlete, you know, Justice, we put everything in his hand. His dad was his first coach. So my husband knows him athletically like the back of his hand. If you wanted to know the technique, the talent, the skill set, that's Justice, you need to talk to Jock because he... He could tell you he knows him. He was his first coach. So anyway, he started off a little kid with soccer. Then he went into baseball, great hitter in baseball. Wrestling was his thing. I mean, several state championships, several um, runners up in Metro. So we really thought that he was going to have this big wrestling future. And in ninth grade, um, his coach, you know, he's played running back in eighth grade. And so the summer going into ninth grade, they were having summer practices and the, de um, the defensive coordinator at the high school said, Hey, how are you and your husband feel about if I move him up to varsity and we're going to try him on the other side, you know, on the other side of the ball. And we we're like, sure. He's like, I think he's a special talent. And in ninth grade, he got an offer from LSU and he had not paid a down a ball. He was just on kickoff, kickoff team. And so we we're like, Whoa. <laughs> and then after that, he just, you know, Tennessee, other schools started calling and, you know, we were like, this 
is something, you know? And so he started speaking actually um, life into his own destiny. He would say things. And I remember, and if I could, could uh, tell you this story, Jonathan, if you don't mind, it'll give you some insight into who Justice is and why I just truly, his dad and I go hard for him because he's just a, spe he's a special kid. And when he says something, you have to listen to him because he doesn't, he's not like mom. <laughs> he's not as talkative all the time. So if you can get it out of him, you need to listen because he's saying something. And I remember that ninth grade year before the season started, he said, mom, he came into my bedroom. He's like, mom, I want a small offer this year. And so I didn't have a lot of knowledge about football and recruiting. And he was just my little baby playing, getting ready to play, you know, ninth grade football. And so I said, Justice, just focus on playing football and learning more about it and getting better and having fun. Again, not wanting him to be disappointed. And he kind of hung his head a little bit and he left the room and I got so convicted in my heart. I called him back and I said, Justice, if you're believing big for something, mama's gonna believe big with you. Who am I to tell you to dial that down for you? And I apologize. And so he got LSU. And I was like, well, that wasn't a small offer. So then he said something like, mom, I want to go to the opening, which is like a, a combine camp. I was like, I think, um, let me research it, but I think it's more upperclassmen, you know, go. And so he's like, I want to invite. And I was like, well, okay. Cause I remember what you said about the small offer. So yeah. And then he got invited to the opening and he just started, this stuff started spiraling, but to go back to your question, it was like, when do we start seeing it? Not just when other people, like other schools taking interest and in starting recruiting him so early or even his high school coach who believed in him, but when he started speaking his own destiny, if that makes sense. Like when he started saying, I want to do these things and I want to experience this and this is the level I want to get to, it really started hitting like dad and I were like, whatever you need. We've got you. We're, we're right there locking step. Oh, yeah. So if Justice yeah. tells you something, I tell people all the time, you better strap yourself in because <laughs> he's a person of few words. But if he says something, you better believe him. Yeah, with that that LSU <laughs> offer in the ninth grade, that's definitely when you knew that that he had something special oh, going yeah. for him, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. That was, that was a great light bulb. So, yeah, yeah. So I know that uh, Justice's time in high school was was probably great. And, and of course, he was dominant on the football field. So I did a little bit of research and I hope I'm right. Okay. Justice's last high school game, I believe, was a 24 to 23 overtime loss to Hoover High School in the playoffs. So what were the emotions like after that game? So, like, if you know anything about Hoover High School, and the program, you remember Hoover had the reality show on MTV. I think it was two a day. This was probably before your time, but Hoover's a big program here. Um, and actually we play 7A ball here. And 7A ball is like the, the SEC of high school football in Alabama, my opinion. You know, it, it just is this big ball. And to go into uh, and to lose like that to Hoover and it was that close, it was emotional, but we were so proud of them for getting to that point and just leaving it all out on the field. So if you know anything about Hoover, that was a big time game and it was, we were so close, but um, yeah, we were just proud of our guys for, 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 for making it that far and doing so well. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. I, like I said, I did a little bit of research, and when I saw the 24 to 23, and that was the last game on the schedule, I was like, man, that had to be heartbreaking. Yeah, he was he was hurt. He wanted, of course, you know, senior year to go on to the next round, the playoffs. But, you know, all in, we just have to encourage him and tell him that, you know, you guys, you played your heart out, you did the best that you could, and somebody had to, to take the loss, you know, so. Of course. So yeah. coming up next, we're going to ask Dr. Finkley about the overall recruitment process and what made them single in on the University of Texas. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. If you're hungry, make sure you try Built Bar, especially the Puffs. If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate with flavors like yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, and banana cream pie. These are going to be your new favorite. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first and then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, Dr. Finkley. So what was the entire recruitment process like for you and your family? It was a lot. Like once it was over and he committed, it was like a weight that was lifted. And I will tell you, um, we gave him the space to take his time um, because one of the things that we would say to him, as well as to the schools and the coaches that were recruiting him, is that we're not here to waste anyone's time because we don't want our time wasted. We're not in the because because I was on Twitter with him. I should preface that by saying I kind of saw other kids recruitments and that educated me a little bit. And I knew some things that we didn't want that didn't mesh with who we were as people. And that was the back and forth and the flip-flopping, the commit, decommit. And I understand kids have a reason why. Everybody has their reasons. I'm not judging that. But for us, we wanted to be, you say who you say you are. You do what you say you're going to do. You don't waste anyone's time. So we gave him that space um, to be recruited. I think he had um, maybe 34, 35 offers. So just helping him navigate and streamline down. Um, we told him wherever you want to go, we'll take you. And we did that pre-COVID. So that was ninth grade, some of 10th grade. And then COVID shut everything down. But as soon as everything could open up for OVs, for his officials, we were like, hey, wherever you want to go, we're going to take you. We're going because we want you to make an informed decision. Um, I say it was a lot because when you were when we were recruiting during COVID, everybody wants a Zoom meeting. Everybody wants to hop on and we work. So, you know, we work, he has school, he has his trainers, but um, we also wanted to make sure that we took those calls so that he could get the information that he needed. Um, we wanted to be recruited as a family because Justice was an only child for 16 years. <laughs> told my husband and I, now we have a two-year-old, but he's very nurtured. And so we just wanted to make sure that Wherever we're passing the baton is somewhere that we're all comfortable with. It has those things that justice wants, but also we're guiding him. So just, it was a long process for us because again, it started ninth grade. Um, 
but Justice handled it. I want to say I, I'm so proud of how he handled it. He didn't. Um, there are times when he did little fun stuff, like he did an April Fool's, like I'm committing tomorrow. And some people, some coaches were like, oh, you know, just messaging my phone, like, what? What's going on? And so after it was over, I was like, he's such a serious kid. At times, I give him that space to have fun with his recruiting because he earned it. So it was a lot. It was long. Um, Justice had a checklist. We told him, hey, get you a list, what you're looking for, and, you know, check those boxes and um, come to your final decision. But I guess above all that, this is your destiny. And so we'll say, I don't, I, and I would tell Justice, I don't care if you had one offer or 50 offers. You can only go to one school at, at one time. Okay, of course. You can only go choose one to commit to. And that school's going to be a part of your destiny. And he took it seriously and he did the work and he put in the work. And so here we are. Yeah. Thankfully, uh, he's a UT. <laughs> Uh, the blessing is ours. Please believe that point is not missed on us. That is very is a mutual blessing. It really is. So I have a two part question for you. Mm -hmm. The first part is, was there another school that was close to getting a commitment from justice and what ultimately set the University of Texas apart? Yeah. Well, you know, his final three schools um, were um, Alabama, which is right here, 45 minutes from us. Um, in Colorado, um, in Texas. So I will say um, just putting out what he's put out there, of those three, they were all serious, serious final three, like contenders, very serious. Um, at one time, I thought I knew. And then, you know, he'll ask a question or he'll say something like, oh, well, maybe not, you know. So I will say... Those three schools were serious, serious contenders because of what they had to offer in terms of what he needed to reach his goals, but also all three recruited him hard. All three head coaches believed in his talent and believed in what he could bring to the program. So all three of those schools. What The second part of your question was, what made him choose Texas? So justice has always been um, that he wants books and ball. That's his that's his mantra. So he wanted a healthy balance of books and a healthy balance uh, with mixed with ball. So football on a on a high level and uh, academics on a high level. And in the end, the obvious choice for that in terms of books and ball is the University of Texas. High level academics, high level. That's right, high level, <laughs> high level academics. And when it comes to the Longhorn brand. You know, and this is how I explain it to people here because I'm in Alabama, right? So you know the territory I'm in. So sometimes I have to just kind of break it down for people. And I will tell them, you know, we have a school in Alabama that is the winningest team right now, championship team. But when I think of the biggest brand in college athletics, that's the University of Texas. And if unless you leave outside of Alabama, you don't really grasp it. But once you go to the University of Texas, I'm like, I could sit the state of Alabama. I mean, it just really feels like you're in this big professional program. And I wanted that for him. Dad wanted that for him. We wanted the best, honestly. And I told Coach Sarkeesian on our last day, there were some things on our list that we didn't know we needed. But when we got here, it was here. <laughs> and we're like, we didn't realize that that was important, but Texas has it. 
So that part of being um, big football, um, buying and believing into Coach Stark and Coach PK and their plans and understanding um, the rebuild or understanding the goal, the end goal, and knowing that that takes time and, and being okay with that knowing that he can be developed as a professional football, which is a player at the next level, which is one of his goals. So just believing all of those things. And um, once you go to Austin, how can you not, <laughs> you know, have you have all of that, then you go to Austin. So, I mean, it, 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 it sells itself, but definitely the coaches and a relationship with the coaches was important. The books and balls was books, books and balls was important. So, Texas did it all, you know, it was meant. It was so meant. I'm, I'm glad the 40 acres had everything that justice and, and the family was looking for. for sure. um, speaking of that, uh, on April 23rd, he will be participating in the orange and white game. You will mm -hmm. be in Austin. What will that moment mean for you and your family to see him out there in the orange and white game on April 23rd? I'm still in awe. I like, I'm still mom. Right. And, when I see him working so hard to reach his goals, one thing I will say about Justice, you can't outwork him. Like he's a workhorse and he's so driven and so focused. And just to know that this should be his senior year of high school, right? So that is, I think that's literally prom weekend. So he won't be at his senior prom. And when people ask me about, he's not going to prom, but he'll, he'll be home for graduation. He's not, he's missing out on his senior year. I'm like, could you imagine having a senior year like he's having? Like that is his normal. Like this, everything else, all of those other traditions are nice, but those are our traditions. But he has an opportunity and what he's doing right now is a dream and he's living his dream. So for me and his dad to know that, what should be his high school senior year, maybe prom weekend, that he is literally suited up, you know, to play football at the University of Texas. It is just, you know, the point, the blessing is not missed on us, like at all. It, it is not missed that this is just nothing but grace. His hard work and, and of course, grace, God's grace, yeah. This is beautiful. And once again, we're just blessed to have uh, the Finkley family uh, at the University of Texas, for sure. So coming up next, we talk about NIL, uh, social media, and just who Justice Finkley is as a person. But another quick word from our sponsors. After months of playing, college basketball has determined the top teams for the Final Four and will determine this year's national champion this coming week. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info from all the latest odds, contests, and player props, you name it. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your latest sports developments, including podcasts and reviews for all the leagues this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sport wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts all right so i wanted to ask about nil with that being such a big component of college football now um what advice or guidance have you given justice justice regarding nil deals isn't it big now it's huge like i've been following it since you know all the states were passing their separate legislation and just in you know ncaa and, and all of the policies and things that but um, the advice is 
for us in recruiting, NIL wasn't a major factor. Um, it's there. It's there for the players to maximize it. But um, of course, we asked about it. Of course, we were educated on it for every school that recruited us. But again, he was books and ball. Who's going to develop him you know, for the league? Who's going to develop him and prepare him to get into medical school? And then NIL was just that, that kind of sweet, sweet little, you know, cherry on top that helped um, for justice. Our advice, dad and I have been like, listen, if stay true to who you are in terms of people wanting to do NIL and, you know, be your own, um, establish yourself in your own brand. Don't let anyone brand you. Um, and so being that, for example, if you were to research and Google anything about justice, he's always books and ball in the recruiting process. He always talked always talked about academics and high level of football. And so that's his brand and just his character and who he is. And so our advice is that continue to be who you are and people who want to do business with you, who your values speak to their company, they will be attracted to you. Um, instead, we didn't want him to be everything that came along hopping on it because then you're like okay you know person with multiple heads you're you're changing who you are to fit everybody's brand when we want him to be the brand that other brands see and can relate to so that was the first advice remember always remember stay on brand stay on who you are and then those people that are right for you will be attracted to you um also big piece of it is Hey, I mean, he hasn't hit the field yet and he's had some NIL opportunities. But for us as a family, it's perform well, do well, do your job, you know, go to Texas and do what you were recruited to do. And that stuff, the NIL, that will take care of itself. You know, if you do well, then, you know, those opportunities will be even bigger for you. So the focus is on football. NIL is great. He's having fun with what he's having fun with. It's a business decision and you know, in those situations. But he's there to ball. And our thing is, hey, ball out. If you ball out, you'll you'll be fighting off NIL deals. I mean, just go and do what you were recruited to do. So it's a good thing, of course. You know, kids can make money and that's great. And they're learning business, the business side of it. But the ball is not lost on us. Like we're there to ball. You know, we're 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 there to, to to do a job. He was recruited to do a job, and that NIL is just gonna be the icing on the cake. And if he does his job well enough, he won't even have to worry about NIL. They'll, you know, they'll continue to come for him. So that that's our advice. Fall out true to your brand of who you are. Yeah. Great advice there. And I definitely uh know it's gonna be a lot of companies lining up to, to have justice represent them when he starts balling on the field. Um, <laughs> so my next question for you is, so social media uh, yeah. is a great tool, um, yeah. but it also, you know, can breed a lot of negativity at times. So yeah. how have you navigated being a recognizable figure on Twitter and interacting with Longhorn fans up yeah. until this point? I try to be an example for my son. Um, he's young, right? So he's learning life. Um, but I, I don't do everything right. But I understand that social media is not the real world. These people don't know you in real life. So people have a platform. They can use it for evil. They can use it for good. 
Uh, and I have encountered more good than bad. So that's the good thing. And when I encounter bad, I try to, my saying is don't water the weeds. I try not to. Every now and then I might get to say something a little spicy, but that is, that's rare. <laughs> that's super rare because if somebody says something, I feel like I can control what I see sometimes. So if I see something negative, I'll block that account um, just because I don't have to have anything invade my space or my piece that I don't want. So they can say it one time, I'll block it. And sometimes justice will say to me, mom, did you see somebody's been commenting about, oh, you're a bad mom sending your kid to the, somebody literally says I was a bad mom for sending my kid to the University of Texas, right? This is what justice tells me. And I'm like, no, what's the account? And he told me, I was like, oh, I can remember them saying something negative and I blocked them. So I don't see anything else they say. And it just, it, it doesn't affect me. Social media is a great platform. You can use it for wonderful things. And I think you can choose what you allow to rattle you because it can rattle you. <laughs> so just um, just being his mom and just being, I guess, in the Twitter space of recognized as his mom, I just try to be an example for him. I don't get it right all the time because I'm human. I have a sense of humor. I may be corny. I'm who I am, right? But I try to be the example of don't water the weeds. And I'll tell him, don't water the weeds. Scroll past it. It's, you know, you decide to give it your energy, then you accept the consequences of it, right? But other than that, I don't go to Twitter looking for mother's love. <laughs> but I have met some awesome when I say, and I, I don't know, people may call me naive. I, I don't call it Longhorn fans. It's Longhorn fam because people have been so, the Longhorn just a fan alumni network is amazing. Like it's just been so supportive of my son, my family, his purpose, his talent that, you know, that is a big plus in terms of where you send your child to school. And so, yeah, you know, so he knows, he knows people will hail you, then nail you. Um, they will love you. You make one mistake. You'll be the worst kid that ever came to Texas. But you roll with the punches, you know, and it's going to be okay. You have a bigger purpose. Just it's, it's okay. So, yeah, that's how we that's how I handle social media. And that's how I try to get him to handle it is don't water the weeds. If you read it and you that's you want it to just keep going, keep scrolling and embrace the good. Yeah. So those lessons are showing up already. Don't go looking for your mother's love, especially <laughs> on social media. And I have to let I have to let y'all know if y'all come for Dr. Finkley or justice on, on social media, they might block you. They might not respond, but I got something for you. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, no, I need you. You can go ahead. Go out. No, no, no. I like that. Listen, I'm gonna I'm not gonna water the weeds, but Jonathan, Jonathan's gonna come for your neck. So <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is one thing uh about justice that most people don't know or would be surprised to know? Hmm. Okay, so I would say up until fairly the last few months, just as when you meet him, he's really quiet, reserved. He's more conservative, laid back like his dad. Um, I would tell coaches when they were recruiting him, he's listening to every word that you say. He's absorbing it. He's processing it. And he's just not as extroverted with it. But he actually has a great sense of humor. Like he really is goofy like his mom and <laughs> in a lot of ways. And so if you follow him on uh, TikTok, right, 
some of his TikTok videos, I'm like, this is hilarious, but you would never know. So up until he started getting more visible on TikTok and letting that side of him show, you would never think that he would even be as extroverted as that. It's almost like his personality comes out, alter ego comes out. So that is the one thing is that when you meet him, he's super mindful of what you're saying. He's listening. He's engaged um, in what you're saying. He's, he, you know, he's going to be quiet for the most part, but he's super engaged and he's tuned in and he's plugged into everything that you're saying. So you would think he was just serious all the time, but he actually has this personality that I miss daily. <laughs> he, he has this this um, humor about himself that I miss having here daily, but I get to see it sometimes on on his TikTok or through his little videos that I get to see that in him, that sense of humor. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about the motto being books and ball. Mm -hmm. So as a mother, what are your expectations for justice this year as a student oh. and as an athlete? So... <clears throat> We are at the University of Texas to handle business, <laughs> academically and athletically. Um, the point, the 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 actual admissions rate. I think the last I checked might have been like five percent. You know, at the University of Texas, I, I may have that number wrong, but there's a low <laughs> admissions rate. So we understand the significance and the opportunity that you have. Um, my husband and I both are educators, so uh, we've always pushed books always pushed books. So he knows that above all else, use the supports that are there because there are supports there for athletes um, to make sure that you are cutting the mustard in the classroom. You have your mom and your dad that you can talk to about any course, class, content, subject that you're doing. So if we can't support you, we'll find you the support. So the expectation is that you handle your business in the classroom. Um, I know that it is a rigorous <laughs> program that he's in, and he just got admitted to the College of Natural Sciences. So I know that there's rigor there, um, but our expectations are still high. You know, yes, you're at the University of Texas, but we still expect you to exceed, you know, not just meet your goals academically, but exceed any expectations. So that's number one. Like if you're having problems and you're struggling, yes, they have academic support for you there for athletes, but you also have parents that you can press into and lean on, you know, that we understand being a college student, you know, obviously and understand. I had to tell them about, you know, professors, this is what they're looking for because I understand that process. So expectation is that you not only meet, but you exceed your goals in the classroom. In terms of athletics, the expectation is you go and put in work, you learn, you continue to learn and grow, allow the coaches to develop you, be coachable, which he's very much coachable, um, and put in the work and everything that you desire as an athlete at the University of Texas will happen. Um, it will happen for you. And he'll win in his personal athletic goals. And when he's winning in those goals, that will translate to the team that will translate to the field so go handle business meet and exceed your goals academically and athletically and then from everything else will take care of itself 
So as he develops, as he gets better, as he gets stronger, as he's learning the play, as he's being coached, that's going to translate to how he meshes with the team, which will translate to how the team performs as a whole on the field. So I just think with Justice, um, he's young, and um, I don't like to use the word, oh, I'm just going to be humble, humble about this. I think people misuse, misuse the word humble, but that's a whole nother podcast. They misuse it um, because – He's grounded, I'll say, and understands the reality of the expectations that are on him. But he also knows that he has to continue to be who he is um, and being the person that, you know, Texas recruited and desired and everything is going to be okay. I'm just going to say it to you, Jonathan. Everything is going to be okay. (laughs) I can promise you that because I know my child. Everything's going to be okay. (laughs) Everything you think that Justice Finkley is, He's going to not just meet, but he's going to exceed your expectations. He's not perfect. He's going to have a learning curve, but as the kids say, he's like that. (laughs) He's like that. I I like that. It's my baby. And I just have to, that's why I said, I don't want to use the word humble because it sounds redundant. You know what I mean? I don't want it to sound like um, it's not sincere when I say, oh, I'm humbly saying, but um, I have a saying that, you know, um, you know, sometimes people say that they're humble, especially kids now on social media, they get an offer, oh, I'm humble. And it's a hashtag because they, they're they not treating their coaches well. They're not treating their classmates well. They're not listening to their parents' advice. So you're only humble in a hashtag. So that's why I try to just say that word humble, it gets overused. So he's grounded. The blessing of where he is is not missed on him, but he's going to demonstrate in action how he feels about the blessing. That's to me is being humble. When I can demonstrate I'm coachable, I'm a great teammate, I'm giving it my all, I'm I'm pouring honor into my parents because they're pouring honor into me. So when you see him in action, he doesn't have to say he's humble. I don't have to say, oh, I'm humble about what he's doing. And I can confidently say, I'm ready for him to just, you know, tear somebody's head off. That's, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I can't hold back on that, Jonathan. <laughs> and, you know, the fans may not have, well, they've seen me during the season kind of talk about, oh, just not the Sonic rings out. I'm that football mom, right? <laughs> but so it's not that I'm not being humble when I say he's like that because his actions will show you how humble he is. He's coachable. He's a good person. That's that's him being humble. But um, I'm not being arrogant when I say I think and I know that you know, I know God's plan for his life. And I know that he is going to meet and exceed his personal goals. And when he does that, he will definitely meet and exceed our goals. Yeah. Wise words from Dr. Did, did, I, did, I, did, I, did I explain that? Like I really wanted to, but I just wanted to say, I'm not being arrogant when I say he, he's, he's good. He's good at Texas. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, you're not being arrogant at all. The offers yeah. uh, speak for itself. You know, you talk about LSU, Alabama, uh, Texas. You know, he's like that, clearly. But, you know, but now, you know, so Justice also, one of his mantras is, um, one of his mantras is um, film over rank, right? And so um, what you see, so now we're kind of beyond the offers. We're kind of beyond all of that. We're kind of, we're on to... It's about depth chart. It's about we're beyond <laughs> stars and offers. He's on the next level. So he has um, where he's putting in work at the next level. So, yeah. 
It's, yeah, I actually got this from a wide receiver transfer, Isaiah Nair. Um, five-star mindset, right? It's about who has the five-star mindset, not the five-star It's five about star the rank. mindset. It's about the mindset. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Wise words there. She said, everything is going to be okay. I know somebody listening okay. needed that. Everything gonna is going to be okay. It is. Let me tell you, the com best conversation that you can depend on is the one that a mother's heart has with God about her children. And so I know what God has spoken to me about mine. And so all I have to say is, it's going to be okay, Longhorns. <laughs> it's going to be, he's going to put in the work. We believe in earning. We believe in merit. Don't give us anything. My husband will tell his coaches, his teachers, we don't do charity. Don't give us anything. He's going to earn everything. And that's his mindset is to earn it. He's going to work and earn it. Yeah. All gas, no breaks. All right. One last yeah. question for you. In five years, it's fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. In five years, Justice Finkley will be. First, oh, five years? He's beyond first round draft pick. He's playing. He's playing in the league. <laughs> He's playing okay, in the league. Okay, first round draft pick playing in the league. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is, yes, that's where he's going to be. That is and where he's going to be. You heard it here first. In five years, Justice Finkley will be a first round draft pick in the NFL. An amazing interview from an amazing woman dr april finkley once again the mother of four-star true freshman justice finkley with the five-star mindset future yeah. superstar at the university of texas and future first round draft pick in the national football league dr finkley thank you so much for blessing us on the locked on long oh, it, was, it was my pleasure it was my pleasure and more to come so thank you for embracing our family it is not missed on us. I promise you. It is not missed on us. Of course. And and of course, to Longhorn Nation, I promise you, I will get Justice Finkley on this podcast yes. one day. So yes. just, just stay tuned. The interview with Justice is coming. We're working hard over here. Thank you, Longhorn Nation, for making Locked On Longhorns your first listen of the day. Longhorn Nation, have a great weekend. Peace.